Hello, and welcome to the Huguenhoff Podcast, episode 52. Um, today, of course, I am joined by Lore, as usual. Hello, Lore, how are you doing? Hello, I'm doing fine. And let's see, let's talk about some station news for a minute. Uh, basics, if you want to download the podcast, please do that from my website, and you can find that at org and go to the podcast section. If you had any questions, show ideas, we're always curious to know what you guys are thinking about, or just uh, comments of any sort, please do feel free to email those to HugenhoffPodcast at gmail.com. You can also find that we- that email at um, the website. So, the next big thing I would normally talk about is the NRR and to check out their page. And I'd still suggest checking out their page just to see what's going on with it. But uh, the future of that station, um, we're not totally sure about. Uh, From my understanding, and I would go to their Facebook page and their web page, because it's always better to hear it from the direct source, is that they're going to be shutting down so... um, Dan can kind of focus on some other stuff that he's working on. And I definitely suggest keep following him if you are already to see what he's working on. So very possibly this podcast is actually only going to come out on my page. uh, Because from what I hear, the NRR is going to be shutting down, which is very sad. But also it takes a lot of work to run a network like he has with the website and making podcasts and organizing podcasts and getting the podcast from everybody and publishing. And that's just a podcast side. Then he's got the whole other store side and book side and advertising side. And there's so much going on running a big network like that, that, you know, it's totally reasonable that he might shut that down so he can focus on his own personal stuff. And of course, you know, by the time you're listening to this, uh, more will definitely be out and I've tried to keep up with it, but it's actually a crazy, crazy time at work for me this month. So it's been hard for me to keep up with anything. But yeah, so it's kind of sad news. Um, Maybe they'll figure out something between when I record this and when I release it and hopefully, but yeah, there's a good chance that the NRR uh, may be shut down by the time you hear this. So it's sort of a bummer, but I want all of my listeners to know because I think the NRR has really done a lot of good stuff for the community in general, just offering one place where you can come together and get multiple often opposing views of also true and sort of listen to all the different sides of the stories and all the takes of also true in in one place and and in one friendly non-threatening place where you don't feel like you're going to be yelled at or someone's going to beat up on somebody else but just a good place that people can come and, and give different um different interpretations uh, of the lore and Austro in general so it's kind of going to be a bummer that that goes away but uh, I, ju- I just want to take a moment to thank Dan and the NRR or the Northern Runes Radio for doing such a great job for such a long time yeah so on to something a little more upbeat and happy uh, Laura, why don't you tell us about your book and your podcast and where we can find that? Okay. Uh, yeah, it is sad about NRR going away like that. But let's 
let's turn to me. Let's look at me because I'm narcissistic like that, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I have I have a few books. My latest one called Walk On uh, just came out, I think, last month. Uh, you can find that going to Amazon.com, typing in Stephen Oaks, even with a V, uh, and Walk On, and you should see a book cover with a guy holding a gun up in front of his face, which I like personally. I didn't draw it. I can't draw. I have a very good artist, though. Um, as for the podcast, if you want, you can go to stevenoaks.com, and I believe I put it in the categories under my blog post called Podcast, and that should be able to bring it up that way. Uh, so far, there's only the episode zero, which explains what the podcast is, and one so far, and episode one where I read an excerpt from Walk On. I got a new job. I work weird hours. I'm having a hard time trying to find the time to record anything else. I'll probably do something here maybe in the next couple of weeks. And at that point, maybe this podcast will be out and I'll have another one up there. But right now I don't. So that's what's going on there. Oh, hi. Well, sounds good. Um, So today we are going to... Well, I mean, we're kind of going to see where the the topic um, takes us. We were—I I was thinking about doing a different lore story, but just with the busy schedules of, of both of us, but me especially, um, I didn't get 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 a chance to like read through a story, and I, I feel like I need to at least read through the story before we dissect it line by line. Um, because uh, I just need a basic overview of the story. And granted, there's stories I've read, but not a lot of them not for a while. Um, so I'm I'm going to push off the lore-based one until a later date and time, just so we can properly give whatever story it is its due. Uh, so today I thought that I would kind of bring up a topic, and I suppose what I'm asking is like, so it's sort of appropriate because I'm busy, Laura's busy. When you get busy with life, be at work or family or kids or, or whatever, sometimes it's really hard to find time to actually pay attention to and notice the world that's around you and in, in general and in specific uh, nature and, you know, noticing the natural world that's around you and trees and stuff like that. Uh, it's always nice if you can take a break and go for a hike or something like that. But I just sort of wanted to talk about the importance and, and ways to just stop and notice things around you and, and the natural world and and the dangers of getting caught up in just life that's going on. Uh, did you have any, like, opening remarks about that, Laura? I know it's a little vague. A little bit vague. So let yeah. me start off with a, uh, a humorous comment. Of course it's important to look at the little things in life, because if you trip and fall, that's because you weren't paying attention. True. <laughs> Sorry. Couldn't help myself. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's these little things in life that actually make all the difference. Uh, the big picture... It can be too hard for us to grasp at times, and it's the small joys that keep us going so we can get that big picture done. 
Yeah, and um, I think there's, uh, when you look at the lore and the gods, uh, I mean, this is kind of going off on on in a different direction. So these these two themes we may jump around between a little bit. But a lot of times when you're looking at the little things, you're thinking about looking at the natural world, or, or at least me, taking a moment to just look at your yard or the view or a tree or whatever oftentimes it's it's a part of the natural world and we've kind of got that same like duality in our own gods because of course you've got the Aesir gods like Odin and 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 the other Aesir Odin and and Tyr maybe who are very much uh intellectual and sort of big world big view picture people uh, Odin, you know, was always said to be interested and to favor kings and royalties, you know, people who are making big changes in the world. And, and you know, he was uh, very much a god about progress, I would think. Like if you wanted to say a god of science, Odin would probably best fit that role. You, you know, the very intellectual, big world, big picture stuff. But then you've got gods and goddesses like uh, Freya or um, Frey, uh, Nerthus, some of the, well, I don't, anyway, but you've got Frey and Frey are probably like the best two examples of this, which are very much like, uh, natural gods or natural world gods or gods of nature. That, that would be the best way to put it. Um, I have personally been busy myself and I'm a little tired, so I'm struggling with my words. I apologize. Uh, so like in in the actual gods you see this uh, interplay on like a big scale of you've got the very much gods of progress science moving forward big picture stuff kings and kingdoms but then you've also got you know gods of nature which is kind of going to a quote unquote more primitive place where it's more about existing in the moment and being in the moment and and I think it's really important for us to like strike that balance ourselves and I I think that's really hard to do not to beat up on technology because I love technology and I think it is on whole again but especially with technology it's really easy to be always busy and always doing something and oftentimes the something you're doing is stupid that you don't really need to be doing anyway but still you're always doing something and always busy and you never get a chance to just look at what is around you and take a moment to just appreciate uh, the things that are around you Laura, what are some of your thoughts on that if you wanted to expand on it at all or add something to it or disagree? I could do anything, right? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you keep saying the small stuff and the small things, and then all, all that ever comes back is don't sweat the small stuff. Mm. I, I don't know why. It's probably because I see it every day at work now. Someone has that book there. Okay. But, like... The important things in life are the small things, the, the, the things that don't occupy all your attention all the time. It's the grass growing. It's the air we breathe. It's, you know, the breeze and the leaves and all these other things that keep us calm and keep us whole and keep us connected to the world of the past and lead us on into a future. The, the big things that we focus on, money and stuff like that, well, 
you need it to survive in the world, and that's fine, but you don't survive without this other stuff. And to pay homage and respect to it, I think is super important, and I think we lose sight of that a lot of the time. Yeah. I mean, I would say that all that I really need is the air that I breathe and to love you, but <laughs> oh no, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. Uh, but seriously, I, th- I think that's a good point, and um, the kids are out of town for the day. They're they're with um, their their mom and their mother in law visiting her brother. Uh, so anyway, I came home and the house was just eerily silent because you know I I don't think they've been gone for more than I don't really think they've been gone for like two years. So it, it's weird to come home to a quiet house. But I got to thinking about that. Obviously, with work and everything, I'm in a very good position to notice just how much time and how much effort I put into work. Because it's like, oh, you got to have money. And you got to have a job so you don't die. And yeah, it's true. But then even with kids, like, normally, day to day, I'm like, oh, like... Saga or uh, Edda started crawling and that's such a big deal and that's such a huge milestone and I've been waiting for that and watching it and stuff like that and uh, Saga learned to walk and Saga learned to talk and all of this stuff but one of the big big huge things that I noticed I missed when I came home is when I come home Saga always gives me a hug and you know I want to sit around and tell my friends like you will not believe what Saga knows how to do she knows how to give a hug I mean, it's not a development milestone exactly. Eh, it kind of is. But it's not a real big development milestone that you normally talk about. You get excited about the, well, she learned to walk or she learned to talk or she learned to crawl or whatever. But it was like that That was just one of the biggest things that I missed. And then the other huge thing that I missed was just like the constant chatter. Because as soon as I get home, you know, I give her a hug and then she runs around and she's like, Daddy, look at this and look at that. She starts playing with her toys and saying, you know, whatever, just a little thing that a toddler would say, just saying little things like, where are my guys? And it's just cute stuff, but it's it's that small stuff that, like, I just super missed. And, and I think it's that small stuff that sort of makes the day worthwhile when I come home so uh, I, I I think it's easy to forget that and get home and be like well I just I just need to focus on writing my book tonight or something because that's this big grand thing that I want to get done because it's it's the big thing but you know if, if you if you do that and fall into that too much and you miss the day with your kids it's like oh, I don't know if you really came out ahead or not just why, and for practical reasons, I always wait till they go to bed because I'm not going to be able to concentrate when they're running around the house anyway. But, and, and I mean, that's just an example. But if, if you're like preoccupied with work or whatever, you're like, oh, work, whatever, you'd miss some of these small things that don't seem like a big deal until like they're not there. Like today is just a big realization that, like, well, the kids are gone for the for the night, and it's just like, so quiet and those little things you end up really missing a lot so yeah i don't think that i don't think that we should underestimate and i do myself included i'm not saying i don't fall into this category but yeah i think it's really easy to underestimate the importance of those of those small things so 
Yeah, and um, uh, the the natural world things I think are really big as well, like going out there and just like looking at the grass or whatever. And and I've been really stressed because I've been doing all the work thing and the late hours and being concerned with work stuff because it's my job and it's important. And I haven't spent a lot of time outside just being like, uh, the grass is growing. And and if I do, it always just becomes something like, uh, the grass is growing. I probably need to cut it. Or, or I wish a robot lawnmower was a thing. It is. And they exist. Yeah, but I mean, I can't afford them. They're really expensive. All right, then. I Actually, I don't think they'll do my yard either. It's too big. Yeah, yeah. So I need like three lawn, robot lawnmowers or something. <laughs> it, just gets, it just gets ridiculous. You know what but, I miss of the natural world? What's that? I miss the sun. I haven't oh, really seen yeah. the sun in weeks. You're on a later shift, so that's yeah. true. And that's something we take for granted, just walking outside and being like, the sun's shining. On the other hand, I've been able to see awesome moon rises. Oh. Just gloriously okay. large orange moons these last few days especially, because I think it was a full moon uh, just a little while ago. And the fun thing is, I, I can look out a window and see it. So I'll stare at it for a little while, and I'll see it rising out of view, because there's like a a window, and the window has, you know, it only opens up so far, so yeah. as it rises, it starts to disappear, and I can actually stare at it and watch it move noticeably. And I think wow. that's, that's really cool. So, yeah, I, I'm noticing some little weird things like that, and the stars are glorious. I saw Orion's belt in a, it, while I was in the city. saw all of Orion, and I thought that was really cool, too, but... wow. The night sky is fascinating, but yes, I do miss the sun now and again. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I, I mean, I think um, what you're doing there is actually a very good thing. And, and actually what I encourage all people to do. So, like, you don't get to see the sun all the time, which is a bummer. But you realize that, well, there is still a moon. And that is still a thing that has beauty in it. And there's still stars out there. And those, again, are things that have beauty in them. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really positive that you're focusing on that. That and I'm really lonely. <laughs> uh, yeah, because you work alone now, don't you? Yeah, I don't. Well, I, I can talk to people, but mostly I'm supposed to be walking. Okay. And walking, yeah. walking, walking. So my, my feet get, some, get a workout and sort of my legs, and but my mouth doesn't. Yeah. I, I do randomly sing to myself, but uh, <laughs> okay, Forgot no that. one hears it. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, that 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 part would be a little. That part about it would be a little bit tough too. So well, on the other hand, it's it's nice working by yourself because you don't have to keep up any pretenses. You can just be you. And me is actually kind of a quiet guy who apparently randomly sings and whistles. <laughs> Okay, so there you go. I mean, yeah, there's definitely advantages to to it too as well. Well, I it, think this brings up you... the, an old topic that we used to have, which mm-hmm. was or we we talked about before is getting to know yourself. And yeah, meditating and being quiet. Well, I got all the time in the world, and boy, I, I'm getting to know myself a little bit better now. <laughs> I apparently really like ELO. Oh wait, I already knew that. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, but but that's true. I mean, with so much quiet time, and uh, there is like walking meditation that you can do, which is probably pretty pretty much what you're already doing. Yep. Um. But yeah, so it's it's definitely good to be able to find those like positive aspects of the job and everything. Yeah, because if I focus on the negative, well, I'm just going to hate everything because there is some very bad negatives. And that is, I already have trouble sleeping anyway. Well, put mm. me on this schedule. Sun's up. Heck, I, I block out the bedroom window and it's fine, but I'm very confused at what day of the week it is all the time. I yeah. have no idea what time it is because we don't do 24-hour clocks because if we did, you know, I might have a better idea of what things were. But when I look at a clock and it says 3, I don't know if it means a.m. or p.m. Mm, that's true. Because the schedule's all messed up. Yeah. So enjoy your notion of a normal shift because this is messing me up completely. I'll get yeah. there eventually, but these changes are hard. It is. It is hard to adjust to that. I work third shift. It's been a while ago now at a gas station. Um, that was more than ten years ago, sir. Yeah, I keep forgetting that. It's actually been a. It's been a really long time. I like parts of it. I hated parts of it. it. It does mess up your schedule, and you don't ever get to see the sun. Um, well, if, I was leaving at seven in the morning, so I did. I did get to see the sunrise but yeah it was it was hard to adjust to that schedule mm -hmm. i mean it took it took a really long it took a really long time but that's because it's completely unnatural yeah it is but, oh you but know. you know what grocery shopping Whew, loved grocery shopping uh the grocery no store, store the grocery store i want to go to is closed oh. when i get off work well, or when that. i go into work so i can't do before or after oh shoot Okay, well, never mind. I had a 24-hour store I went to, and it worked. Well, it worked. I mean, worked there is well. a 24-hour store I can go to. Oh, speaking of weird things, uh, you know, because I, I actually have today off, and that's why we're mm -hmm. doing the show, because otherwise I'd be in the show right now getting ready for work. Um, I found there's another law about alcohol in the state we live in. Oh, jeez, what this time? The sale of alcohol is illegal between the hours of 3 a.m. and 7 a.m. And I get off work at 6, and I was ready to, you know, get something for, you know, staying up late, early, whatever it was. Couldn't. Oh, Just can't. Oh, that is annoying. Mm -hmm. That's annoying. Yeah, but that's, that's definitely fine. a bummer. Because, you know, we all have our vices, and that's one of mine. <laughs> it's like, I have all the vices. Oh, well, there you go. I think you should honor and hold your vices to you. It makes yeah. you you. <laughs> Don't go overboard. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's one way to look at it. Um, <laughs> hmm, interesting. Yeah, I, I wonder why it seems as if, it seems as though in general our society has gone totally in the way of progress and intellectual stuff and staying busy and stuff like that. And I think we've really neglected the natural world and the smaller joys of life. I guess just because they're smaller. And if you're like... And come on, the small uh, joys in life are sometimes vices, just to go back to vices. Well, they can be. And, and you should revel in anything you enjoy up to mm. a point. And you right. should revel in the small things as well. Like, when you go out, like, what I really miss is waking up early in the morning. Like, I could stay awake and do this, but it's not going to feel the same. 
But waking up early in the morning, stepping out on my porch or whatever, and just kind of enjoying the sunrise, maybe the dew on the grass, just the sound of the world waking up again. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a fun experience. Same thing oh. with sunsets. Oh, yeah, I, I miss sunsets. I, I actually saw a really, really pretty sunset on my way home. It was... It was super pretty. I mean, I I just I don't feel like describing sunsets is very mm-hmm. productive because you're not there to see it. You're not really gonna appreciate me well, saying like, "Oh, it's big." Well, surge. You you got to. You're you're. Are you writing? Uh yeah, but I'm not talking about sunsets a lot. So. Well, I mean, the thing is, anytime you write something, you got to think you're gonna describe it. And so you take every opportunity to describe something. And I think that's important in building your abilities to write. And sorry, that was just a tangent right there. But I think it, it's very important. In fact, that's why I like the job I'm doing now, because it's part of my duty to describe certain things and certain people. Mm, okay. All right. No, that's probably fair. I just worked for like over 10 hours, so I wasn't very interested in describing anything. Okay, fine. On my way home, I was trying to unwind and get ready for this. Um, but something I did want to bring up, actually, because you mentioned vices or whatever, uh, there is um, a different mentality, I think, in in Ossetro that enjoying yourself isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the Christian mentality seems to me to be you shouldn't enjoy physical things. You should enjoy spiritual things, like you should enjoy praying and reading the Bible or whatever. But if it's something dirty, like drinking or eating a good meal or having sex or something like that, it's it's gross body stuff, and you shouldn't enjoy that. And I think Austria very much does have the idea, especially seen in gods like Freya and Freya, that you should be able to enjoy yourself and you should enjoy a good meal or whatever it is that you should enjoy. And again, of course, moderation, everything in moderation. You you shouldn't weigh 600 pounds and be like, I just love food. You know, obviously that's a problem. But you really should take some time to enjoy something like a good meal. I I think that really creates a balance between like the spiritual and the physical because I don't I don't think the goal, especially in Austria, I don't think the goal is to divorce ourselves from the physical world and be wholly spiritual entities. I think to embrace our spiritual nature, we need to embrace the earth that sort of gave us life in the first place. We wouldn't be here without the earth. And to understand our spiritual nature, we have to also understand our like um, physical nature. Well, I, I think I think it is just knowing yourself. So if you know what you like, I mean, that's very important. If you know what you hate, that's very important too. So a vice in is not a vice. It's it's just knowing that you like something and enjoying it and doing it. Again, excess. Don't want to do that. But hey, if you if you if you like a big cheeseburger or something, hey, have one now and again. Don't do it too often because again, doing things you love way too often often leads to you not liking them anymore. So mm, that's true. Moderation is a very cool tool to use 
to continue enjoying stuff. Yeah, I think the know yourself is a really good way to put it. Because if you're just like, ugh, physical things, I'm above that. I mean, you're really just denying half of your nature and half of your existence um, to really embrace your whole self. And, and I would hope in a positive way and truly embrace yourself and be okay with yourself. You need to embrace that physical side just as much as you need to embrace the spiritual side. And, and I think that is sort of um, mirrored in some way with the actual like mythology that we have with the Aesir, which are more intellectual, quote-unquote, spiritual, and then the Vanir, who are more um, nature-oriented and, quote-unquote, physical. Um, yeah. I want to ask, you can bring it up if you want. Before the show, we were talking for just a minute, and then we got discussing things, and we were like, well, we better do this on the show. Do you want to bring up your thing about Thor? Yeah, Thor seems to be like a weird mix uh, between the whole natural and thinking. Because, as we've discussed before, he's not just a brute force guy. He also can think and and linger about uh, ways to do things. And even was playing around with uh, the, uh, was it a dwarf? Supposed to be a dwarf? Yes. So, yeah. But he still is very strong and very much of the earth, which makes sense because his mother is who? Right. Yord, isn't it? Anyway, she's an earth-based thing. Yord, Yord, yeah. Yord, yeah. Um, So, I mean, she's basically Mother Earth, Mm -hmm. is his mother. But then who's his father? Odin, of course. Right. So, and and, I mean, it's classical, archetypical, I suppose, in a lot of ways, where you've got the Sky Mother, or um, the Earth Mother and the Sky Father. But still, that is absolutely the epitome of the higher, quote-unquote, higher thought type of God. And then the most obvious form of the earth nature goddess because it's it's actually mother earth basically coming together to have this child and then i thought it was also interesting that thor is often seen as the common man's god and the most approachable god and arguably the god that is closest to humanity itself so so it's really interesting that this very balanced god this god of the azir and the vanir or the the intellectual and the physical Thor's just the perfect embodiment of the balance of those two things. And then he's the God who is, I think closest to humanity in the sense that he understands us the best and is most like us. And probably for those same reasons, the most approachable. So yeah, I really feel like we should probably take him as sort of our example to impl- imitate. That's not the word I'm looking for, but um, yeah, I think it'd be good to kind of take him as as a good example of like this is the balance that we're sort of looking for. Obviously work with the other gods as well but he's kind of like this is the balance that we're looking for and how are we going to achieve this in our own personal lives yeah and well that's another question that we can discuss for a moment how do you achieve this in your personal life now Lord, you seem to have a good one of 
taking a moment to watch the moon rise. I I think I think that's actually a really good way to do it, and and I like that. Um, I used to take a quick moment when I was leaving to work to just do like a, a quick um, sun salutation thing where I'd just take a moment to appreciate the fact that the sun had risen. Not because I didn't think it was going to rise and I'm surprised, but just like this <laughs> thing that happens every day. Let me take a moment to appreciate it. And I usually said a, a, just a real short prayer to Suna. Just to say, like, the day is good. Um, I thought it was really good. I, it put me in a better mood in the morning, and I liked it. I don't do it anymore because I've gotten busy. See, I do have the problem of letting life get in the way, as the cliche goes. Uh, I haven't done that for at least a couple months. I, I need to get back into it. But what other little things do you think there are where we can bring in these these small quiet moments and these moments where we can appreciate the small things, the world around us and nature. Do you have any that, that you'd want to mention? Well, I mean, obviously the one that you can do with other people and we try to do at least once every two months now is Mm. blowed because that helps you focus on accomplishments. It helps you focus on the natural world when you return the bowl or when, yeah, when you bloat the bowl of mead and the bully of mead. And I don't know, that's, that's one of my favorite parts about the blows. You get to go outside, mm-hmm. get to be one with nature for just a moment. And that's yeah. the kind of thing I like to do even on my own. Unfortunately, I don't live in the country anymore. And I used to do it a lot more when I was younger. Um, I used to it hang is... out in trees a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> It it is a lot harder to do when you're when you're in the city, I suppose. Um, but yeah, even going out for a moment, and yeah, bloat is is a great time to do a great time to to do it to take a moment to, like you said, focus on accomplishments because that is another thing that uh, can just lead to kind of a stressful life in general. If you're always focusing on this is what I need, this is what I need to do, this is what I want to get accomplished, and never taking a moment to step back and say, yeah, I still want to do these, but look, I've done some stuff, and it's worth being proud of, which is why I think it's a really healthy round to have that brag. Well, it's a brag-boast round, so you can do either one, but I think it's really happy or really helpful to take a moment and be like, I did a good thing. Let me appreciate the fact I did a good thing for just a minute before I move on and do the other thing. Yeah, just don't don't sit on your laurels, but, you know, right. let people know you're still striving and you're still doing and you did. And it, it's it's a great little thing that we do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it a lot. It's nice to step back for a moment and be like, where am I? Where am I in this process that I'm working on? Do do I have something to be proud of? And and a lot of times people do have something to be proud of. And and it's it's nice to take a moment and look back. And yeah, that going out to the tree really is nice. We used to do bloats outside, but mm-hmm. with an infant and a toddler, it's uh, not going to happen for a little while longer. I do We're, miss it. <laughs> I know, I do too. And I, I think I want to get get back into doing it eventually. Um. 
we were thinking about trying to have Saga start coming to more of the bloats because, well, not September because it's too crazy. I really wanted to get a bloat in, a personal one, just for me and my wife and the kids. But uh, the month before you guys came over, I actually had Saga come to the bloat. So she, like, stood with us or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, it didn't go terribly. So <laughs> we're getting closer to the point where we can actually include her. Obviously, she's not going to drink the meat because she's a little young for that. But she can but at just least... Just a little. <laughs> yeah, just a little. Yeah, it's like, oh, but she's already two. She's like, walking. Yeah, she can young. say words. She's good enough. Yeah, if she can <laughs> say meat, she can drink meat. That's the rule. No, it's not. No. Um, so yeah, not, not that part of it, but just to sit there and hear the things that are going on. Um, I, you, you have to keep a real close eye on her, you know, cause mm-hmm. she'll try to pick up things that are on the stalley and run away with them. And obviously that's not a thing that, that you can let happen. So there's, there's a lot of trying to distract her and stuff like that. But eventually, I would like to get to the point where we can go outside again and have bloats out there because I did, I did really like that. I I thought that was nice. I thought that was fun. Um, and it'd be nice if we could have the whole time out there because right now we have the time when we go out to the tray and then mm-hmm. and then bloat the maid. Because part of that was again, this is me always looking at the sky. I got to see the stars and the moon because <laughs> it's generally nightfall by the time when we start doing bloat. Right, right, yeah, it is. It's it's really nice, and you know that is that is something you can do in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of apartment complexes and such have little like natural spaces. Sometimes those can be nice to just go out for a minute but then sometimes they're crowded and it just feels more awkward than anything else Mm -hmm. but but there is the chance that you can do that and one thing that is always nice look you said you know you're just walking into your building or you're on your balcony if you have a balcony and you can just look up at the sky because there's there's something therapeutic about looking at the sky it just makes you feel me anyway really insignificant and it makes the world seem really huge and i don't know exactly why that's a positive thing because you would think (laughs) feeling insignificant would be negative but it's not a depressing insignificant like my life doesn't matter it's more like this universe is so vast that i'm sorry no go ahead i had a funny comment at least funny to me it's not that you're insignificant. It just means that you can't mess up so bad that it screws everything up for everybody else. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. There's some safety in it. Yeah. It's like the world's, the universe is so massive. No matter how much you <laughs> screw mis- up. <laughs> the mistakes you've made are nothing on the grand scheme of things. Yeah. I suppose there's something to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do think it's important. I, I do think it's a really... It's just a good feeling to look up in the night sky and realize there is more than just like the world. Well, how do I put this? There is more to the world than just the man-made things. And there's and maybe it's it's most therapeutic because it reminds you there is more to the world than 
your jobs and there is more to the mm-hmm. world than paying your bills because you know those are the things that we think of on a day-to-day basis uh, especially if you're you know an average person like me you have to think about paying bills you have to find out where that money is going to come from and what you're going to put money towards and and all of that stuff we can't just be like oh bad bills i'll just hire someone to pay those so you're always thinking about those like day-to-day things it's like where am i going to get enough money to do this um but yeah when you look up at the night sky or or i think the same thing happens when you take a hike it's a little harder to do a little more involved but but also very healthy you're like there is this vast world that we live in and there's this vast universe that our world is in and in the grand scheme of things my bills don't really matter and i i think that can be good to just realize there's more out there than this one little thing that that you are worried about at the moment so yeah i mean all those things are good you're surviving you're surviving better than even our ancestors did. All of us are, generally speaking. Even if you're living True. on the street, you're probably doing better. You can go into a building that has heat in the winter. You can uh, get yeah. fresh water anywhere you go. And where we are, anyway. There are places in the world that are not this good. We are in a first world country. And for that sake, we're doing pretty good, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, crippling debt is horrible and bad, but... You know, you have debt. You're not dead. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as I hate the idea of debt and wish it wasn't a thing, it's a lot better than starvation, which used to be the thing that our ancestors had to worry about. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, a huge part of that is the fact that we have that other side. Um, Because this podcast, I've been kind of talking about, like, not worrying about the big things so to speak, or or the big grand scheme things. Those things are very important too. Um, I think it's that drive, that drive towards knowledge, which I think is really um, exemplified in Odin, that, you know, he'll give anything for knowledge or wisdom. It, it's that drive to understand and control the world that has created things like first world countries it's the thing that's created the technology that we have the infrastructure that we have and all of that stuff that makes it possible to to have the vast vast majority of our society not starve to death but i mean this it's huge what we have compared to what our ancestors had if you think about it even the well-off ones were not warm in the winter they had fires or whatever. They had shelter, but they weren't warm like we're warm. I mean, I'm literally wearing a short, short-sleeved. Okay, this isn't the winter time, so that's a terrible example, actually. Um, yeah, because it's still warm right now. It's for still some reason. warm outside. That's why I'm wearing a short-sleeved shirt. Um, but even even in winter, many people keep their houses, and average people, not rich people, keep their houses warm enough that you can wear a short sleeve shirt and be comfortable or maybe they keep them warm enough that you can wear a long sleeve shirt but not a coat and be comfortable and that's something that just wasn't an option for our ancestors i don't know about you but i keep it just warm enough that i can wear a hoodie and a hat and be comfortable it's not usually up to me uh see the thing is if it was up to me 
it would be hot in the summer and cold in the winter because I'm cheap and I would keep I'd keep the temperatures pretty high. Like I actually like in the summer I like to keep the house at 74, but my wife doesn't let me get away with it. I remember we were doing a podcast. I don't remember what podcast it was. Years and years ago and you were just pouring down sweat cuz that yeah. one room that you were using just didn't have oh, any yeah. AC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like I thought AC was too expensive so I wasn't going to put an uh, air conditioner in there. Mhm. Um, cuz we had the window unit then. And I wasn't going to put another window unit in there and draw more power. I was like, I'll deal with it. I'll handle it. <laughs> and your computer's overheating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a problem because it was the hot room, which was kind of like my room. It's Saga's room now. I don't have it anymore. And now um, you have central air, so she's fine, people. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got central air before we had, yeah, before we had kids. Mm-hmm. Um one of the reasons we wanted central air is knowing we were going to have kids. So that room's actually the best anymore. Um, the air conditioner keeps it nice and cool. Heater keeps it nice and warm. But yeah, when when it was just me in there, I was like, whatever, I don't need another air conditioner. And I was, I was just like sweating. But I'm like, if you think about it, the people... When I was growing up, we didn't have air conditioning. Spoiled <laughs> kids today. Did you have we to walk the uphill both ways? I did. <laughs> Barefoot. And we had Barefoot. poison for dinner. No, I'm joking. And, and um, we lived in a shoe. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, you lived in a shoe. You were lucky to have a shoe. We lived at the bottom of the lake. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but in in all honesty, our ancestors didn't have air conditioning, obviously. They had to deal with the heat, and they had to deal with the cold, too. I think that the um, those qualities that come from Odin have really led to us having some great technological stuff, a higher standard of living, and overall a way better world. So I'm not trying to downplay them and say they're not important here. What I'm trying to say is the other side is also important. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is the side that we have neglected. If I felt like we were just hanging out being hippies all day long and not accomplishing anything, the podcast would be the opposite focus of what it is right now but I, I don't think that's what we're doing i think we're just getting overwhelmed with life and it's weird because i feel like when that happens when you don't have that natural world and those quiet times to balance yourself it just gets really chaotic and you just start kind of like spinning up and not actually moving forward um so I think to really continue having the great progress that we do, we sort of need to rediscover rediscover our roots or rediscover our base and doing things like taking even even simple things like taking a moment to look at the night sky, I think will go a long way in that. I needed some water. Oh. <laughs> Funny thing about water, I, I used to be bad about drinking enough water, and I, you know, like drink tea or whatever, or milk. I drank a lot of milk. Um, now that I drink water, I'm always thirsty. Yeah, I found that too. You might so, want to add a bunch of salt to your water. It'll help. Okay, okay. Yeah, I thought I might <laughs> switch to salt water. I, I was reading about the health benefits of that. Yeah. 
That's a joke. Please, no one switch to salt water. That would not be good. Well, I mean, you're probably missing out on some electrolytes. Um, yeah, probably am. But the whole Gatorade thing is, and you're always dehydrated all the time, and you need so much water. That's kind of a myth. You probably, if you feel thirsty, drink, of course. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, do. don't worry about it. Feel what I do. You know, another thing, um, I definitely don't want to give a whole show to this, so I'm going to bring it up now. Uh, I wonder how important, like, talking about the natural world and stuff like that, I think it's kind of important to think about your body and what you're putting into it as well. That's sort of the same type of thing. It's your interface with the natural world. It's true, um, but what do you mean by that? Do you mean health foods or do you mean no, I enjoyment just, or what? I just mean you should probably not be the type of person who drinks nothing but Mountain Dew. Like Mountain Dew is the only thing you ever drink. And you what never about the all-natural Mountain Dew? God, that does not make it better. <laughs> I'm saying you should pro. I don't think you should be a health nut because their food is gross and don't ruin your life so you can live like two more years having nothing that you enjoy. Eat bacon. Eat bacon. Yes, I, I really I think that you should eat bacon. But I also think that doing some small things like well, walking's actually two prong of you can enjoy the world around you while becoming healthier. Mm. But like simple things like. Take a quick walk every day. Drink what? Okay, so mine, what I was just trying about, I am trying to drink water. I think it's good to drink water. Now, granted, if I'm like, I want a cup of tea, I'm going to drink a cup of tea, and I'm going to appreciate my cup of tea. The thing is, most of the time when I want to drink, I want to drink for a very practical reason. It's like, I am thirsty. I don't want to be a thirsty anymore, so I'm going to get a drink. And for that case, I'm not going to appreciate what I drink very much anyway, so I might as well get water because it's the most efficient thing to do that. But if I'm up in the morning or doing something else that's kind of like a light task, I might say, I want to take a drink because I want to enjoy drinking something. And then I'm not going to have water because, honestly, water's a little bit boring. But, yeah, I just think it's it's a good idea to be mildly healthy, at least. You know, keep it in the back of the back of your mind. You don't want to just squander your body. and. Well, I and mean, if that's that. the case, unless you love, love, love it, then get away from sugar. Because sugar really is pretty bad for you. Uh, I know, but I do love, love, love it. I know. In that Actually, case, you, you'll eat some sugar. But I'll tell you what, if you go a year... Oh my actually, gosh! Actually, if you go, you know, a couple of months, maybe three months without sugar, as soon like I in stopped putting sugar in anything. I didn't. I don't put sugar in tea. I don't put sugar in coffee. I I stopped drinking sugary beverages. This was back in the day. I I do now, but back in the day, uh, sweet stuff tasted really funky, hmm. way too sweet, and I really enjoyed uh, coffee because the flavor is very intricate. Once you get past those. Uh, first notes of bitterness without the milk or sugar. And tea is very complex, too. Uh, especially, well, my favorite's uh, Earl Grey because you got the bergamot and all these other flavors mixed in with the tea. 
because you get to notice all those notes as opposed to trying to find that sweetness to it and that makes it palatable. You you then find all the interesting flavors within it. But that's just me talking about not doing sugar. <laughs> I think it would be a great idea for people to not do sugar. Maybe I'll even try one of these days, but I do love sugar way more than I should. I know, and I understand because I, I I've come back. Um, I'm addicted to cranberry juice now. I just love cranberry. juice. I don't juice. need that to be sweet. That's one of the few things. It's that sweet doesn't need because to be sweet. They usually put apple juice in with any. Juice. Yeah, they do. They always put apple juice in. No, I like the pure cranberry juice. I try to find it. It's hard to find. Yeah, especially where I usually shop. If I can shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be tough. But, you know, I think that's that's just one of the things. It's a balance. It's like everything else. It's a balance. I think that we should try to be healthy when we can. But, again, don't be like, oh, well, this food that's terrible, I'm going to eat it because it's healthy. And I'm going to work out and get obsessed with losing X number of pounds or gaining X number of muscle or doing X amount of workout I'm, time I'm, or whatever. Honestly, honestly, I did go... I think I did about a year and a half, maybe two years of doing the whole healthy thing. Hmm. Some of the food is not bad at all. Some of it's excellent. And I got, I really okay. enjoyed it. And uh, I've always eaten oatmeal for breakfast. I don't do it now because I don't know when breakfast is. I have okay. no clue when breakfast is Yeah, now. this schedule okay. is really messing you up. Because uh, I eat dinner before I go to work. And then I have a lunch and I come home and I'm hungry for dinner again. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but back in the day when I was doing the healthy thing, I was running, I was uh, doing exercise all the time. I would get the whey protein stuff mm-hmm. and add it to my oatmeal. And if you got the chocolate stuff, I think it was like the double chocolate. Oh my goodness, oatmeal was really good. Really? Once I stopped putting that in it, eating oatmeal plain is what I've been doing for years. It's not tasty. I hate doing it, but I do it. It's hard for me but to get yeah, through the, plain oatmeal. The whole... The whole the whey protein stuff really helped. It made it... I don't know. Have you ever had uh, cocoa weeds? Yeah. It tasted like a thick version of cocoa weeds. It wasn't grainy, though, like cocoa weeds can be. Okay. So I really liked it. That could be good. Yeah, I think it's a balance. If And I I think there are a lot of healthy foods. Uh, a lot of times it's it's a matter of time. Do you have time to make, like, palatable healthy food? Or mm-hmm. do you not have mm-hmm. that? Um, but again, I don't, I don't think that you should hate whatever you're doing. I don't think you should get obsessed with whatever you're doing. Um, but yeah, so if you hate healthy foods, I don't think you should eat only healthy food. And I don't think you should be the type that's like, oh no, I mean, I know it's your birthday, mom. Or, or like, yeah, I know daughter of mine that it's your birthday, but I can't have cake because it's not healthy. So eat alone preferably in your room crying. It's just like, no, don't do that either. Um, enjoy it. Enjoy yourself. You need to enjoy yourself once in a while. But on the other hand, it's it's nice to be healthy when you can just because our bodies are our conduits to this world. And that's the thing that like, I mean, that's, 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 it's part of who we are. It's not, well, I mean, the way I was saying it, it sounds like it's like, oh, yeah, your soul's in your body driving it around like a car. I think the relationship's a lot deeper than that. We are our bodies in a lot of ways, and our bodies are us and make us who we are. 
Now, the only issue that I have is I have this mentality that you should live each day to the fullest. You should live it like it's your last. You should live it to the best, to the, to the extreme of, hey, if I died right now, I'm happy because I did everything I could today. Problem is, if you live with that mentality, you start overeating, you might overdrink, you might mm-hmm. oversmoke, you might do any of these things. You so definitely the balance overspend. is hard with that idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea behind it of you should enjoy every moment of every day, but you can't really live it like this is your last day. Because if this was my last day on Earth, first of all, I'd stay up late. Second Mm -hmm. of all, I wouldn't have gone to work, and I probably would have bought a VR because I want to try that before I die. (laughs) Those are very irresponsible things to do. So you can't actually live like it's your last day or you start doing things like overeating and skipping work and making impulse buys. Um, But the mentality of enjoying yourself, I think, is a a good one. But yeah, it's like anything else. It's it's got to be balanced. Everything that you do has got to be balanced. You you can't go too far one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Now, this brings me, of course, to my favorite film of all time, which is Groundhog Day, because at the end of that movie, he's not the glutton that he was in the beginning. He's not the guy going out there to grab everything. He's right. not the suicidal guy in the middle because it's just overwhelming. No, he lives each day as if it was the best day, and this is the best way to do it. And he yeah. he he just went in there, and he helped, and he did the thing, and he lived with no regrets. Because he did everything good for everybody else and him. Groundhog Day. Watch it. Yeah. Good movie. Uh, you like Groundhog's Day a lot more than I do. I think it's a fun movie. But uh, I, I watch it every year. I think you have added a lot of really good meaning to it. I'm not sure the meaning was there. but It is. Uh... If, you, if, you, if you listen to what the director was saying... I delve really deeply into this okay. movie, right. and yeah, it, it's an actual deep movie. It's not just a comedy, even though that's how I first enjoyed it. Mm. It just gets deeper every time I watch it. Right. Well, you definitely get a lot out of it. If it's there or not, it doesn't actually matter. What matters that's is true. what do you get out of it, and it's a lot. So, you know, people check it out. It's it's probably on Netflix these days, if you have Netflix. Uh, don't remember Maybe it's not. I, I I haven't watched it for a while. But I, I well of course I own it, but uh I don't think it's yeah. on Amazon either. Maybe it's not. I don't know. It wasn't a bad movie. It's 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 worth a watch. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Um but yeah, I I think if you actually followed that mentality of live every day like it was your last and you lived it in that irresponsible way of the overeating and everything we talked about. It actually get old really fast. I think we like to think that we want to do things to excess, but after you do things to excess for a while, you just sort of burn yourself out on them, and they're just not fun anymore. They're not enjoyable anymore, and you continue to do them to excess, and you're not even really sure why you're doing them that way anymore. So... Yeah, I, I I think that's the biggest theme, and and I do think it's one that comes up 
in our mythology, but in life in general, more than anything, is that we need to have a balance between all things. And and I think the big one that, and you might not be in this um, situation at all, you might be the exception to this rule, but I think the big one that I see a lot that we need to work on is to take a moment to enjoy the like small things that are going on and to enjoy um, the natural world, if you will. So I think we are actually approaching an hour. Uh, So I think actually I'm going to turn it over to you. Do you want to take the conversation anywhere before we do our wrap up? Uh, no, I think we've hit it off at the pass, and we're good. <laughs> okay, well, in that case, what are your final thoughts on uh, anything? My final, on anything? Well, my final thought is, you know what? It's it's very important to appreciate every moment of your life. And that includes the small things, and includes the big things. And, oh, hey, you're a human being. You're smart. You can look around. You can appreciate so do it. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm basically going to echo the same thing there that um, just find balance. Find balance in your life. Do find time to chase your dreams and to get the practical things done, of course. But do find time to do those big things, but also find time to do those small things and take a moment to step back and smell the roses. And um, appreciating nature is obviously important. Maybe just walk outside for a minute and just stop. We're just always moving and we always feel like we need to do something. But sometimes I think it's really important to just stop and be and just take a moment to like observe the world around you. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to leave it there. Uh, before we go, Laura, one more time, do you want to mention where to find your book slash podcast slash anything else you're working on? All right. Well, um, you can go to stevenoaks.com and you'll see the little blog post up there. And I, I try to do once a week. I've, I've fallen behind honestly right now. Again, Sleep schedule's all weird. I'm really tired. I don't know what to say. <laughs> but I do have that podcast that's up there that uh, at least gives you the first little bit of walk-on if you want to listen to it there. Or you can just go to Amazon.com and type in Stephen Oaks, and you'll likely find one of the four or five books that I have there. So, hey, you like you like science fiction? I got science fiction. You like poetry? Well, there's some poetry up there. You don't like any of that? Well... Sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's about it. All right. Well, yeah, definitely check that out, and I'll throw those in the show notes again. Um, everyone else, thank you very much for listening. I know the topic was kind of just a more relaxed one this time. Next month, I'm hoping to get back into the lore, unless something just really interesting strikes my fancy. Uh, so we'll see how that goes uh, next month. But I wanted to take a moment to remind everybody, if you wanted to check out the podcast, please feel free to do so at hugenhoff.org. That's H-U-G-I-N-H-O-F.org. There you will find my email address, hugenhoffpodcast at gmail.com. If you had any questions, concerns, you know, whatever, uh, show topics would be great. Uh, 
anything you want to ask, you can send it there. Uh, let's see. Oh, yes. Um, RSS feed would be the best way to keep up with it. We're a monthly show, so I get that, like, it's hard to remember to go out there and download the monthly show every time. So just go to the website, huganhoff.org. Click on podcasts right there at the top. You will see an RSS feed. You can just click on that and add it to whatever pod pod catching device you have. I know on a lot of them, um, you can actually just search it. And some of the times you find it without even needing the RSS. But the RSS is on the website if you need it. So I would definitely suggest grabbing that uh i think that's it so everybody thank you very much for listening and we will see you next month fra hell fra hell <laughs>